This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 261, just shy of episode 300. Sorry to go so back to that. close, so close. <laughs> Coming in on it. Coming yes, in. But I am one of your hosts. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. You can follow us on Twitter collectively at MarkingOut, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut, YouTube.com slash I don't know, MarkingOut. Uh, that's about it. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing amazing. Don't forget that you can go follow Brandon on Twitter. At no, well, I already said that. You don't, Did don't you say that. I don't think that you said I it. opened with that. Believe and me, did I know. you open with it? You don't listen to anything I say. And you know what? It's probably for the better. It's clearly but, not because now we're wasting time. We just did seven seconds on whether or not I, I introduced myself before. And now we just did 12 seconds on it. Thanks. Yeah, gee. Cool. How are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. How was your week? How was my week, he wants to know. My week was good. Went by quick. Uh, no real highlights. What about you? He wants to know what about me. <laughs> did it snow by you? It did not snow by oh, me. Did it nice. snow by you? Yeah, the groundhog's like, oh, I'm not going to see my shadow. Just six more weeks of winter. And then snow was like, oh, we're going to just snow all over your place. And then they snowed. And now apparently we're supposed to get a huge nor'easter next week. Interesting. Yeah, they say we may get snow on Monday. I don't know, though. I really, like, they have not, we have barely had any snow up here. It's insane. So far, it's been missing us both time, every time that you guys are getting hit. Interesting. Isn't it? But I'm, I'm hoping that we don't get hit with more snow, even though, I mean, if, if we do, I just hope we don't get hit with snow on Friday or Thursday. Hey, I'm all about keeping those mosquitoes away. Knock on you wood. Hear about all, you hear about all that stuff? Yeah, because that's, what the, government, that's what the government wants you to hear right now. It's crazy, No, dude. but it's not crazy, because if you go back and look it up, it's been there since 2012, 2011. It's always been there. Yeah, but has it been this prominent? Yes, it's just hmm. just like last year was Ebola, this year is Zika. Yeah. What was the year before that? And now they're saying that this is this uh, could be ter- become a sexually tra- uh, transmitted disease. Apparently somebody already did that. What do you mean? Somebody already stooped and gave it to their girlfriend. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. That now it's a, it's been declared an uh, an STD I don't by know. the Center for Diseases. I don't know though. And now they're giving away free Zika tests or whatever if you're pregnant. Really? Yeah, it's probably well, I mean, it's, it's very, probably it's some yeah. conspiracy just to be like there's something else bigger going on in the world that we don't realize right now. Yeah, Donald Trump's running for president. No, I mean something like bigger <laughs> that's like not on the news. And yeah, then, and then the the government's just like, oh, by the way, here's the Zika virus. Worry about this. Yeah, Next right. Thing, you know, it's Ros- all Roswell, New Mexico has tons of aliens landing right now. We have no clue. 
until Brandon's there firsthand recording. I, I said New Mexico. I'm not yeah. going, I'm not going uh, to New Mexico, uh, bro. <laughs> Are funny. you kidding me? It's not funny. That's kind of depressing and sad. <laughs> Yeah. No, this you're definitely point. going to New Mexico. <laughs> Avoid any mosquitoes, dude. I can't control that. I don't. I, you can't control that stuff. Repellent. Are you kind of like nervous at all? No, I'm not nervous. Who? I'm not pregnant. No, yeah. I, and and if, if I happen to get the Zika virus, you don't die from it. No, you get. It's like uh, I think it's kind of like uh, flu-like symptoms. Yeah. So what happens? I get sick. I get dizzy a little bit. Who cares? That happens. Yeah. And if you're shook, I mean. Yeah, right. you passed on. And then give it to the pregnant woman. <laughs> yeah, and then and then your kid. Yeah. I mean, so but if it, you get but taken, it's just it's, it's stupid. Don't go stupid. It's stupid though. That's just something that they put your put into your head because it's been there. I was literally it, it made no sense as to how it came up, but I was literally looking up lucha libre places to buy lucha libre <laughs> masks in Cancun. The very first hit was a hit from uh, uh, a news article from 2012 uh-huh. about the Zika virus in Mexico. I don't know. Maybe it's just an, like one of those how sometimes the internet will just uh, what is it recycle old uh, newspaper uh, new articles old articles. No, Same but it was too. it was from 2012. Yeah, and no, that's not true because there's new cases of it. Yeah, I know. They just had that one in Texas. But I, that's like the thing. Like I was just in the Caribbean. Yeah. I could have been bit by a mosquito. I have no clue. <laughs> Brandon may be carrying the Zika virus as we as we speak right now. I have no clue if I was bit by a, a mosquito. But quite frankly, I don't have any symptoms of the flu. So you know what that <laughs> may mean. Yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, big time. So, all right. Zika virus aside. Anything I, else going on? Well, I... I don't know. I can't believe it. I spoke to the people from the hotel that I'm going to. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. Are you going to go to a Lucha Libre uh, event? I don't. I still, that's up in the air. I'm probably not going to go, though, but, which I'll be like, I'll, I'll be disappointed with myself for not going, but at the same time, I was told to not go, I guess. <laughs> but then you were also told to go. Not real by you. No, the first time. No, the first, the first time. When I emailed them originally, they said, it's going to be a fun event, and it's safe to go to. Okay. And they didn't answer my other questions, that being how much is the event, like is my calculations correct, and how much is a cab ride there to, to uh, give transportation there. So when they emailed me back saying it's going to be a fun event and um, a very safe area, I wrote back to them asking my other questions. They, they wrote back saying... It's about a 45-minute drive, uh-huh. which is a $15 cab ride. Oh, wow. And it's about $5 to get in. Okay. Which, by when I looked it up, I, I only saw it being like a 20-minute uh, ride away or like 15-minute ride. So I don't know if I was looking up the right thing. I'm assuming not because I don't read Spanish as well as I... Used to. Back in high I mean, I never really did. I dropped out of Spanish senior year for not for for, for realizing that I didn't know <laughs> Spanish. I even faked laryngitis to not do a normal report the first week of school, <laughs> and then dropped out in gimmick too. I dropped out with the the laryngitis. Nice. I went up. I was like, right, I'm not gonna be in the class much longer. <laughs> I'm dropping out. And she's like, Okay, completely selling it. Whatever. 
But the, back to the story yes. with the hotel, they also, in that response email, said, keep in mind this event is not for tourists. And I don't know, I don't understand what that means. Like, how could it not be for tourists? Like, Yeah, but they're kind of contradicting themselves because they said, it, they said it's a safe place. But that's like, and they said, like, it's not their fault if I don't like the environment and everything. Like, I, but I don't understand, like, what, like... Do they assume that I've never been to an independent wrestling show before? I or, mean, you get to throw batteries at the wrestlers, right? Or, or do they not do that anymore? I don't. Is that a thing? When was that ever a thing? I thought that they used to do that back in the day. Uh, like with maybe um, in like, and stuff like that. In like Puerto Rico? I thought in Mexico. I mean, too. hey, maybe must have been Mexico too, but I don't know. But like, is that like, are indie shows in Mexico not something for tourists to go to? Like, is it I don't different? Know. Is, is it, is it, went to them? Who? Lita? Didn't Lita go to a few? Yeah, I guess, but it was, I guess, a lot different back then. There was, a, like, she went to not, I don't know if they were indie shows. Per t- I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. But I don't know, like, are indie shows in Mexico not the same exact thing as indie shows in America? Or the I, same exact I, thing as indie shows in, like, Ireland and UK, which is, I think, part of Ireland? Or I would think Ireland that it's still the UK. same. It's I mean, an indie show is a wrestling event. Is a wrestling event, right? There are a bunch of people I don't know wrestling lucha libre style in a wrestling ring for a price that I have to pay five dollars. That seems yeah. like a, that seems like a thing. I don't know. So I you know I mean I mean it's only going to cost you what thirty five dollars. Well, I mean according to Harv, it would cost. 15 both ways is 30 and then so, 35 yeah so i guess <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you said i thought you said something else thanks for the confirmation <laughs> i thought you said something else i'm sorry <laughs> but i don't know and and i i asked uh i asked them if they had um any local shops to buy lucha masks from which uh-huh. they assured me they don't know the pricing but they assured me that they have a flea market nearby that will be selling lucha masks. So hopefully I'll be able to get them down to like 10 a mask or 12 a mask or something and yeah, not right. have to pay 25 a mask or something cuz I know 100% those masks are not worth 25 bucks. Hey, if they got a nice Wolverine or Deadpool. You keep I saying mean, that. They're not going to have that. Or Deathstroke. They're going to have Rey Mysterio. They're going to have Rey Mysterio. They're going to have Rey Mysterio. Sinkara, Sinkara, Sinkara. Junior, though. Well, I mean, they're basically almost the same exact mask, but uh, they'll also have Sinkara. Yeah, those, and then the American football. Oh yeah, very interesting. You know what else is also interesting? Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Jumping a little bit, huh? Eh, well. Which I, it would be pretty cool if David Arquette wanted to fly down to Cancun, Mexico next week and randomly bump into me so I could meet him and get a bumper for the show. Be <laughs> like, hey man, I say Monday Night Nitro every single week on the show because of you. Did that blow your mind? It doesn't make sense to me. How not? That's what he says in the movie. He goes, Does Monday he? Night Nitro live from Cheyenne. Oh, I don't know yeah. why, how it got started in the Macho Man voice, but... Uh, I don't know know where that came from. I don't know. It was a while ago. But let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. 
Yeah, the show kicked off in the early evening of 8 p.m. with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman coming out. Blah, 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 Royal Rumble, blah, 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 Wyatt Family, blah, 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 Fastlane. Dean Ambrose came out, got right in Brock Lesnar's face, told him to take him to Suplex City. Brock did nothing. I thought that made Brock look awful. Right? Not really too smart of an idea, booking-wise. I thought that looked so stupid. I, I don't understand the... I mean, I don't know. Do you think Ambrose could be the next uh, authority man? I don't know. It, it seems like they're building him up pretty big. I mean, think about it. He was the last one in the Rumble with Triple H. And then, I mean, yeah, he didn't win. But then also, not to jump ahead, but him... His altercation with Reigns a little bit. I I don't know something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but the altercation wasn't really his fault. No, but it's kind of a weird spot to have. But I guess we'll talk about well, that. Well, I mean, they're just yeah. I, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, in case we'll I don't say it later, they're just obviously building up tensions between them two to have a triple threat match for number one contendership. Yeah. Up next, though, we saw Kalisto, U.S. champion. Was the title on the line? I believe so, yeah. Defeat Rusev via countout. Uh, Alberto Del Rio was on commentary here. Um, yeah, a few really cool things took place in this match. Yeah, take it away. Um, I was a fan of the Hurricanrana into the barricade. Well, that's that was the end of the match, no? Yeah, I thought that was uh, kind of cool. Yeah. I liked... Uh, there's a part where uh, Kalisto did his um, launched himself to the outside of the ring, and Rusev caught him with a sidekick on his way coming down uh, towards the outside. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I did not like the end of the match where the referee stopped counting at six. I and, think it was seven actually. Well, I mean, he was <laughs> counting though, and then he didn't he didn't even start counting again. Well, because he, he was yelling at Rusev, right? He was yelling at Rusev. Yeah, but he didn't even continue counting. We don't know if he quite continued. We didn't see him until... But, I mean, as a referee, you should... If you are counting, if he was, you should be yelling that out or throwing up your hands. He could have been, though. We didn't see... We couldn't have seen him. The camera was focused on Rusev, Del Rio, and Kalisto. No, he was on the... He was... No, he wasn't. Yeah, but still, referee yells it. I mean, there's some referees where you can hear on the... Yeah, but maybe he was told not to yell it. I don't know. I don't know. It sounded a little bit weird to me. Speaking of a little bit weird, which not really weird, just a little off. Uh, up next, backstage, Brie Bella getting interviewed about when Nikki was going to be back. And oh. and Charlotte came in and paint dried on the wall, and I paid attention to that. And that was kind of interesting, though. However, I just want to point out that I believe the same exact thing was happening. The same use of Brie Bella was going on when Daniel Bryan got injured and his neck was hurt and they were like, oh, when's Daniel Bryan coming back? And then it led into a feud with somebody, I think, if I recall pro. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't understand the random push, um, especially because if I believe, I think she was on a losing streak. It seemed maybe, weeks. but like Team Bella is kind of turning into the female big show. Face heel, face heel, face heel, face heel. Yeah. Which I think I should have started out with heel first. But now I mean, their faces again. It's kind of weird that, like, I mean, Natalia had her little thing where she def she defeated Brie uh, two weeks ago. 
And then it's she doesn't get a shot. I mean, it goes right to Brie. And where was Natalia and Paige? Weren't even anywhere here. Yeah. It's just weird booking with this. And, I mean, I understand that you don't want to give um, Becky Lynch or Sasha Banks. I mean, you can easily give. If you want to do that triple threat, have Sasha Banks versus Charlotte at the pay-per-view. And then have that as a no contest or something. And then at the at WrestleMania, you do that triple threat that it seems like it's going to be leading towards. Not throwing Brie Bella in the mix and then confusing it all. Well... They have a full like month between Fastlane and WrestleMania, so it's going to be a month long build up for WrestleMania. Yeah, but Which I think that they could. Sucks, but I think that they could be building up this Steven division, uh, at least this championship match, a little bit more than just randomly throwing Bree in there. Yeah, no, you're right, especially since the whole Divas Revolution, and you want to make the Divas look like they're equal to men. Yeah, you you can easily do a Sasha Banks. Charlotte feud, and then have Becky Lynch uh, also have her involvement. I mean, it, it's just weird to have Brie Bella in there. And then what? Once, when we get done with the pay-per-view, Charlotte de- defeats her and Brie goes back to the end of the line? I, I don't get it. It's weird to me. But, um, yeah, so that took place. What's wrong? I was laughing because you're like... You seem lost. Yeah, I get lost. But, Usos (laughs) defeated Social Outcast. That being Adam Rose and Curtis Axel. You gotta appreciate at the entrance, they right right out of the gate bring up uh, Bo Ryder and uh, go looking around for Bo Dallas. I thought that was very smart, especially because uh, you knew that that was going to get out. Why is Bo Dallas not with them? And I thought that was really smart to uh, bring attention to that. Yeah, which Bo and Bray were, they left Raw early because of uh, Black Jack Mulligan being in the hospital. Any update on that? Uh, not in, I don't have no clue. Um, hopefully everything is A-OK. Um, yeah, I thought that was very smart. But it's kind of weird that like social outcasts will bring attention to that yet legion of whatever they are legion of doom what are they the league, league, of, league of nations uh the league I of hate. Nations will bring attention to when uh barrett isn't at ringside or, or, Sheamus or whoever Sheamus, else where like was Sheamus anywhere on raw no I mean, smackdown no your your former champion former number 1 contender not on raw or smackdown yeah okay but, but this match i thought was good i just wish that the social outcasts won yeah, I like I, 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 I wish that they won as well, but you know, um, it is what it is. Social yeah. outcasts, I can't see them picking up any victories. Well, I mean, they have. Uh, nah, I don't think they will anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, now on, but uh, next up, what? I was gonna say up next. Yeah, next up, you had the Miz TV segment with AJ Styles. Yeah, which Miz basically just wanted to take AJ under his wing. So yeah. I guess like officially no longer he he no longer needs Neville. Uh was that still a thing? I uh, no, I, I guess not. I, I mean, but like officially now it's not since he wants to take somebody else under his wing. I wonder how that his uh accent came along with Yeah, what well, well he Devil to build work on that. Will he be in James Bond? 
I guess we'll find out over time, but pointless storyline. But AJ Styles, Miz ended up saying AJ's nothing, basically, and AJ attacked Miz. Yeah. Uh, up next, you had Brie pick up a victory over Charlotte, clean. Which Brie Bella had Charlotte Flair locked in a sleeper hold on her back, and Flair breaks it by falling on her back all while Ric Flair is on the ring apron, and the only one trying to do anything is Alicia Fox, who's yelling at him to get down. I thought that was hilarious, where he was trying to kick her. Yeah, so... I was just like, Rick, you, you can't throw kicks at her. So Charlotte breaks it by um, falling on her back. Yeah. Still, Ric Flair's on the apron. Goes to lock in the figure eight. Brie Bella... Rolls well, around. no, originally she was going to go for the pin, and then Ric Flair, like, yelled at her to go do the figure four. Figure and, eight. And once she, yeah, the figure eight, and once she went for that, that's where she got rolled up. So, Ric Flair being on the apron does nothing. And nothing. I, I don't understand why we keep seeing this sort of matchup. It's not even making her out to be a heel. It's just confused, confusing booking. Yeah. And writing. Um, all right, Big Show picked up the victory over Eric Rowan. In a match that everyone wanted to see. Yeah, a match there's, there's that a, I guess, a, hey, but they're building up Rowan very well. There was a nice throwback to their match at the, to the TLC and Stairs pay-per-view yeah. when they when Big Show picked up the steps. I mean, the Steel Steps did get involved in this match. Yeah, uh, but and, um, the Wyatts, Wyatts beat Big Show down after the match. Nothing really happened in that. But uh, just I thought out on top of the state steel steps. Yeah, I thought it would have been good to have Kane run down and make the save, only to also get beat down. Because like yeah. in, instead of having Big Show versus Braun at Fastlane, and then Braun goes to Taker at Mania, and and Bray goes to Brock, why not have the Wyatts versus Kane, Big Show and Taker at Mania? It gives Taker less of a match that he has to work. Well, we already saw Kane and Taker versus Wyatt's. No, no, Kane, Show, and Taker. Oh, Kane, Show, and Taker. Not that, like, that match screams, like, holy crap, I want to see that. But yeah. it's still, like, it storyline-wise, to me, at this point, it's making sense. I I have no faith with their booking of the Wyatt family. Uh, they've, they have been misbooking them for such a long time now. I still think that Bray Wyatt should have defeated The Undertaker at WrestleMania. It, it, I thought that that would have been great booking, and I think that they really did drop the ball with Bray Wyatt two <coughs> years ago. It's it's funny that um, that now everyone for the Super Bowl are uh-huh. they're talking about how how it's going to be light out for the halftime show. Light out, yeah, because it's at Levi Stadium where WrestleMania uh-huh. Thirty One was. Uh-huh. So I I think that's funny because they're. I mean, because you brought up Undertaker versus Bray, and they kind of had that problem with Undertaker's entrance and Bray's entrance with the lights. Oh, gotcha. So everyone's like, oh my god, how's the halftime show going to happen when it's not dark out? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Next up, you had Titus O'Neil pick up victory over Tyler Breeze. Um, Nothing really to note here. I like Breeze working Titus's knee or leg here. Yeah. And I do like that Titus kind of got to showcase his strength when, like, Breeze went to go move him or whatever, and no, he used one arm to flip him over. But I feel like Titus, like, 
after uh, a bit of selling the injury, just like forgot he was injured until after the match. Yeah, I did notice that too. But, eh, whatever. It was just a throwaway match. I don't know what that... It was just a placeholder match, really. But up next, we had Dolph Ziggler defeating Kevin Owens. Um, Dolph Ziggler got rocked a few times in this match. Yeah, I mean, it was a good match, though, I thought. I thought so, too. But I, I don't know if he was out for any part of it. But, like, it didn't it didn't really, like, seem as if he was. But it's... It, what do you mean? Like, you mean, like, legit like, knocked out? Yeah, like, it looked like when he got... When he ran into the turnbuckle post, that looked I, like it seriously hurt. Like, they had, like, whiplash effect and everything. They slow-moded his neck, like, snapped. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. recall it. Yeah, so... But I, I like Ziggler using the Famouser outside of the ring. And uh, Kevin yeah. Owens Kevin Owens went to hit the pop-up powerbomb. Ziggler got out of that. Hit the zigzag one two three. I really like I really like the tri- uh, tree of woe. Uh, the senton uh, senton's uh, what is it? The senton flip. I don't know what yeah. is it called. Cannonball. Cannonball. Yeah, I was a fan of that in the turnbuckle while he was in the tree of woe. Um, but back next. back to that that move that I just spoke about the end of the match. Actually, I think it'd make a cool WrestleMania spot where if like Kevin Owens went for the pop up power bomb and Ziggler reversed. Reversed it mid mid air, and hit the zigzag rather than landing and then hitting the zigzag. That would be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. Up next, um, you good? You good? <laughs> up next, it's very late, so I'm trying to segue quick. Well, up next, Sasha Banks cut a promo about how she no longer uh, needs Team Bad and that she's going after the Divas Championship herself. And uh, cool. say that again. But they're still cool. Yeah, Team Bad came out and they're like, bro, we're still with you. Like, we're going to be in your corner still. And she goes, okay, whatever. And then they were like, unity! And and then the match happened, which was Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch, which ended in a no contest. Because, yeah. uh... Oh, dur- why? Why what? No contest. Why is this not well, a DQ... I guess because she's on, she was on Team Bad. That makes no sense to me. It should have well, been. Listen, listen. During during the match, let's just on her. let's just say during the match, Team Bad went to attack Becky, and Sasha was like, "No, I don't need your help." Then later during the match, they pulled Becky Lynch out. Uh, not Becky Lynch. Sasha, Sasha. Banks out of the match. Started attacking her. Becky Lynch went to came to her aid. Yeah. So I guess the reason why it wasn't a DQ is because she she was part of Team Bad. Like, yeah, they turned on her or not, but like it's still Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I think that should have been a DQ. Um Yeah, but it looks like now they're gonna build Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks versus Team Bad at the pay per view. Yeah, and then um, then it'll turn into the triple threat for WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean they did. They did have a promo where Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks spoke about it and everything. I don't remember if it was SmackDown or a backstage Fallout. It was SmackDown. If you're talking about the, well, I guess we're just gonna have to team up then. Fine, fine, yeah, fine, okay. fine. Yeah, and then Renee was, was like, Renee's like, uh, so did you guys just team up? And Becky's like, I don't even know. Yeah, that was not an Irish accent at all. Not at all. But for some reason, you knew that promo verbatim. 
Good job. It's pretty hard to forget when all the, the only words in the promo are no, 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 fine, fine, fine. <laughs> I like your delay. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. You know, fine. you know, if you didn't laugh, I was about to add a mm, mm, mm in there. Because up next, <laughs> Goldust tried to recruit uh, R-Truth again, this time in the bathroom. Dude, this was awesome. Dude was squatting on the toilet. Shoeless, right? Yep, shoeless. Or bootless, too, I guess you would say. Bootless, sockless. Yeah, which is absolutely disgusting. I would never, ever do that. And even more so, I would never do that. Dude puts his foot in the toilet. (laughs) That was hilarious. Yeah, so R-Truth basically said that Goldust is crazy. And he got on his his foot. Yeah, and Goldust was like, bro, who was your ex-tag team partner? Little Jimmy? R-Truth was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. But moving on to the main event of the evening, they made this out to be bigger than it was, I feel like, because I, like there's no way that we have never seen Shield versus New Day. I just saw a statistic on one of the websites that like Roman Reigns has closed Raw 11 out of the past like 13 Raws, something like that. It's some crazy number, and it's just getting tired. Tiring. Not really? He's the top guy right now. He was it's tiring to, for me. Um, See how you're not tired with this Shield 2.0 or I mean, Reigns? Not particularly tired of it, but I have no interest in watching any Reigns versus any uh, League of Nations or New Day. But I don't know. New Day's New Day's a fun thing to watch, so I don't. Nah. But nothing really happened in the match anyway. The main thing to mark here is uh, Brock Lesnar coming out. Afterwards, well, well, before you get onto that, I was a huge fan of where Woods threw Dean Ambrose into the ring, and then Dean Ambrose yeah. did his, uh, he like did the, uh, like kind of like a six one nine, yeah, to the outside, rocking him with the clothesline, and then uh, I thought it was kind of fun. Did he, I don't know if you noticed, but where Biggie went for the belly to belly to Reigns onto the table, where at first it looked like Reigns wasn't jumping with him, they didn't look in sync. But I'm not I, sure. I didn't notice. It was kind of awkward, but I was kind of also a fan of it because it made it look more legit. Like he was trying to really fight Big E, and Big E actually had to use his strength to get him up. Speaking of awkward, uh, Big E Langston doing the uh, abdominal stretch to Dean Ambrose. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird reaction. Mm-hmm. Spanking him on his buttocks, <laughs> <laughs> on his gluteal region. Sure. But, like I was saying before, nothing really took place. Brock Lesnar came out afterwards. Uh, New Day, I mean, I guess, kind of attacked them. Even though, I mean, Reigns was still getting the better part of it. And uh, Brock ended up F5-ing Dean Ambrose while Kofi Kingston and, and Roman Reigns were outside of the ring fighting each other. And the camera, like, they were fighting each other. And then all of a sudden the camera pans, Brock hits the F5, they zoom out, and Reigns and Kofi are on the floor. I didn't like that. Yeah. Because, because it just, it seemed as if they were like, oh, crap, like, the focus is supposed to be on Brock, we're supposed to be out. Yeah. Whatever. That was Monday um, Night Raw. Yeah, so smack it down. Yeah. Uh, you had Roman Reigns pick up a victory over Rusev, but it was by DQ. Yeah, because Bad News Barrett, again, where has he been? 
And Alberto Del Rio uh, attacked him mid-match. Mid, uh, mid as he went to go do a Superman punch. And they have these rumors out there, or at least in the past week, about Del Rio being injured and pulled off of one of the events or the house shows. So how injured could he be if he's still partaking? I kind of feel like you could have an injured back and do the stuff he's doing, though. That's true. I mean, but it's not so bad that they're completely not using him at all. <clears throat> right, yeah. I mean, he's clear to, to be ringside, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I guess afterwards, Dean Ambrose ran down to attack or to make the save. And Rusev... Or what happened there again? I don't even remember. And I just this, watched it. I, I skipped this match. What happened? <laughs> Dean, Ambrose, Dean Ambrose ran down. Okay. Made the save. And Maybe. then I think Reigns got taken out by League of Nations. It's, it's possible. That could have happened. Oh, no. Of course. Oh, that, may, that may have not happened, though. No, that didn't happen. It Stupid didn't me. Happen. This led to the main event. And this? I just, I literally just watched this too. I, I skipped over. This I told is, you, I wasn't, inv- I have no interest in this rain stuff, so I didn't even watch the rain stuff. I sound Actually, so I stupid right now, though. I sound <laughs> so dumb. This was like the, the big thing that happened here. The big storyline <laughs> thing that happened here, where Ambrose ran down to make the save, goes to clothesline the League of Nations, and hits, hits Reigns. That's what happens. And then, and then, he got taken out. <laughs> okay. And then, I'm very confused. I think I would have been more confused if I watched the actual match, though. No. So. He, he went to go take out the League of Nations and took out Reigns by mistake. Interesting. Yeah. But I think the League of Nations, we said that before, kind of, is so poorly represented. Yeah. Because some days Sheamus isn't there, some days Bad News Barrett's not there. And I still don't get why Lana's not there. I, I get it, though. And I've explained I, that before. I don't. But uh, up next... Something, something I do care for. I was going to say something similar to that. Kalisto defeated Kevin Owens. Uh, Dolph Ziggler was on commentary here. Kind of, I mean, not really caused a distraction for Kalisto to win, but... He definitely, I think he did cause a good enough distraction. But I was a huge fan of that spot where... Uh, KO was going for the powerbomb of Kalisto and powerbombs him right into the Ziggler and then rocks Ziggler with the sidekick right after that. Yeah, and he he cleared off the commentary table as if he was going to put Kalisto through that. Yeah. But, but then did it to Dolph. But yeah, just powerbomb him right into the Ziggler. Focus on commentary for a second. Everybody knew it had to come up here. Uh-oh. Renegade, you listening? Ronaldo just talks right over everyone. Dolph Ziggler was answering a question he was asked. And as he's answering the question, Ronaldo goes, I don't even remember what he said, but he's, he goes to take it to commercial break. Which I get that you have to take it to commercial break, but like to speak over someone. When I mean, Dolph that Ziggler, may have not have been in his control, though. That may have it been seemed like he could have been, it seemed uh, like he was controlled. We're doing it right now, bro. <laughs> We're talking over each other now. But I think it was so in my ear. <laughs> I think it was well within his control to not speak over people. Mm. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Up next, Ryback defeated Eric Rowan. 
Ryback back to wearing some trunks like Skip Sheff Sheffield. I am not a fan of this entire move. Well, I don't know. That's like, I don't know if it'll stay. Like, maybe somehow, like, his gear was uh, lost or something. I, I think that we are making him very prone to Goldberg chance. Something that, right? He used to get yeah. that when he first uh, came back. And I think that we're making him prone to those Goldberg chance. But maybe that's not something that will stay. We'll have to wait for Monday Night Raw to see. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. What do you think about the finish of the match? Um, Meat hook clothesline for the victory. Eh, kind of a sloppy-ish. I thought, you know, Braun gets up on the ring apron, Ryback tosses Rowan into him, and then hits the meat hook. He was gearing up for the meat hook anyway, and Ryback, he's billed as this guy that could take out people. He's faced two people, got him up on the, but the now shock. All right, but so Ryback picked up Victor over Rowan, but now we were talking before about booking Rowan in a match with Kane, Big Show, and Undertaker. Yet, he's just lost which, to Ryback. Which that, uh, where, where on earth does Ryback fit into WrestleMania? Because the Wyatt family also attacked Ryback. Like, it, it's, it's weird that we get the, the rumors of Braun versus Taker and Brock versus Bray. I kind of hope we don't have a taker match, to be where, honest. Where do we have Harper and Rowan? Kane, Big Show, and Ryback were also taken out by the Wyatts. That's Kane, Bray. I mean, that's Kane, Big Show, Undertaker, Brock, and Ryback. That's five people that were taken out by the Wyatts. Yeah. What kind of booking is that? It's odd. It's odd. Um, something that wasn't odd, AJ Styles picked up the victory over The Miz, uh, stemming from their Miz TV segment on Raw. I really like this match. I was a fan of it. AJ Styles, uh, picked up the victory with his submission, the Calf Crusher? Yeah, which I guess used to be the Calf Killer, but I guess WWE doesn't want to be associated with killers. Yeah, I, I mean, it's understandable, but I guess that's also why we would not see Bullet Club in WWE. Um and oh he kicked in his Miz's teeth. Yeah, but I don't know if Miz lost like a tooth or a cap on that one. Uh, he says it was his veneer. So that's a cap, right? Yeah, that's a fake tooth. Because I was gonna say, because when Miz posted the picture, it looked like he had the the thing underneath it that would be like the the actual tooth. Yeah, or whatever they put in your your mouth to to hook into a tooth. Yeah. But that's also, I don't know, like, if that's... Because Miz was kind of playing with his tooth the whole match, if you noticed. I don't know if you yeah. did. No, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even see the spot where... I think it was the backhand. Oh. Which they replayed, but, like, when they replayed it, I don't think I saw a tooth fly out. But when, like, when I saw it from the first angle the first uh -huh. time, it looked like there was a tooth that flew out. What did you think? There was one spot that I kind of... Where they showed on YouTube, um, Miz was in the term in the corner uh, on the ground in the corner, and AJ went in to go like I guess uh, go stop on him while he was in the corner, and he starts walking towards him, and I guess the Miz was supposed to kick his leg, and he didn't kick him. He like flinched, and AJ sold as if he was about to get kicked by the Miz. It's funny I got and then they recovered. I got that same thought about the next match. Huh. Very very interesting. Yeah. All right. Or not the next match, sorry. Well, match later on in the night. Hey, never apologize on your own podcast. Okay, who are you, Brandon? <laughs> but 
after the match took place, Jericho, who was on commentary for the match, which I enjoyed more so. It seemed like he had control of the commentary table more so when Ronaldo is by himself with Jerry Lawler and is it Byron? Yeah, really putting not over. Byron. No, Byron not Byron. Byron's on Raw. Yeah, who else is out there? I don't. Know. Uh, I can't Lawler, think. Lawler, Ronaldo, and Cole. No, I don't. It's definitely not Cole. I don't know JPL? why. JPL. No, that's Raw. King. King Ronaldo. Is Todd Phillips out there? No, he's not. Right. Booker T. Or I'm, no, not? I'm just gonna say it was Byron Saxon. Is it? Um, that's who I'm going to say it was. I don't know. I don't really watch the product. So, actually, no, I lie. I watch it on YouTube. Um, but, yes, Jericho got up and said that he was impressed with AJ and wants a rematch for himself on SmackDown the week after. He really put him over on commentary, too. I was a fan of that. Yeah. A lot more than the commentary themselves. But, like, yeah, I guess so. Like, I mean, he was, like, talking about all those, like, uh, when he was doing those, the backhand uh, the back fist and stuff like that. He was just like, oh, he felt that. Like, and he was just really uh, ant- hyping him up while the commentary team were kind of bashing him a little bit, calling him the uh, what rookie uh, rookie redneck, which is kind of interesting. Well, that's, because, that's what Miz had called him. Yeah, but that's what the commentary team was doing too. Well, they were saying because of Miz. They were saying that that he was he was referred to as as that. Well, I think the commentary team was calling him rookie redneck too, like yeah. uh, like Jerry Lawler and yeah, and then on JBL on on Raw. Wait a minute, Saxton is doing both Raw and SmackDown. Hey, props to him. Good job. Um, yeah. So, Bobby, uh, yeah, I got yeah. nothing. Yeah, so Jericho, AJ accepted the match. They did that whole walk-away handshake thing that Jericho did, yeah. Up next, though, we had New Day. New Day! Cutting a promo, saying The Rock has a dirty mouth, and it's a PG show, and they shouldn't talk like that. And got cut off by the social outcasts, who basically said that New Day have rhino horns on their head. Yeah. Which, clearly, that does not look like a rhino horn. No. If it was a rhino horn, don't you think it would be on their nose? Like, are there other animals that have horns? Wait, why would it be on their nose? Because where does a rhino got their horn? It's on their nose. That, is it? It's kind of like... Uh, it's kind of on their, their it's nose. Not, it's not really near their nose. It's 100% on their nose. Is it? Rhino. Let's look that <laughs> up. Rhino, it's on their nose. They have two horns. They have two horns. One is on their nose and one is right above their nose. Therefore, it's basically their nose. It's their nose. Well, I guess it's in between their eyes. But but that's because it looks like their nose still. So, And not all rhinos, I assume, have that second horn. No, look at the rhino in NXT right now. I mean, he doesn't. Yeah, when was he ever? Where's he been? He's not on NXT anymore. Where's he been at? I don't know. Not released. Well, uh, I mean, probably not under contract either. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But this match was actually really good. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Kind of short. Axel had good exchange. It was kind of short. I feel like Axel's really underrated. 
I could, I agree with that statement. I really liked the end of the match where Axel was going for the victory and probably was going to pick up the victory. He had his feet on the rope, yeah. and then I think Woods or Co- uh, it was Kofi. Kofi cheered. Yeah, I mean they put pushed his feet off the rope. Oh, then that would be Woods that pushed the. Feet. Yeah, Woods pushed his feet off the rope, breaking the pin, and then uh, during Kofi. the when Kofi picked up the victory. He put his own feet back on the ropes. Yeah. So it was kind of like they were both using heel tactics to win, which in this case, it's really funny and it works. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Brandon's favorite Divas champion, Charlotte, pick up a victory over Alicia Fox. Which, what I was going to say, or what, what I had earlier happen, was the fact that Alicia Fox had to sell a move that clearly didn't connect. Because I almost said Ric Flair. Because Charlotte, Charlotte Flair did absolutely nothing to try and make it look like it was going to connect. And then used that same leg that she quote-unquote injured using the chop block, which she didn't connect with, to win the match. Yeah. That really bothered me. About and it that. sucked. She didn't come anywhere close. And Alicia Fox had to fall like she was an idiot to make it look like, oh, she actually did hit the move. I hate yeah. that. I absolutely hate that. Uh, awful. Um, next up, you had the Golden Truth segment. Yeah, our truth was at the hotel, I guess, trying to take care of his bill. And Goldust was dressed as a bellhop, uh, came over to try and help. And Truth is like, bro, get away from me. I don't need your help. I don't want this. And Goldust is like, no, no, I'll help you. I'll help you with your bags, which the bag was clearly open. Yeah. Don't insult my intelligence there. <laughs> And uh, they were fighting over the bag. His clothes went everywhere. And then Goldust ended up with R-Truth's underwear and said, oh, you forgot your underwear. And he goes, give me that, and left. So yeah. they're, they're continuing with this without actually having them team up or wrestle right now. So I don't know what's going to come of it. I think that they will end up teaming up. It's getting a lot of steam, a lot of talk. It is funny. Yeah, it's it turn, is it's good turning comedy. Into, it's turning into Goldust and Booker T. It really is, but you know, I'm not, I was a fan of it back then. I'm still a fan of it. They're both comedic gimmicks. It works. Um, put do it up. Could you imagine being at that hotel and be like, "Oh wow, they're filming a segment here," because it's like a legit hotel. Yeah, I mean, they probably recorded it earlier in the day. But still, I'd be like, "Oh my god, they're filming in the hotel." <laughs> yeah. Um. Next up in this your main event, you had Shield 2.0. Do you think well, that's it's not Shield 2.0? I was gonna say, do you think that's like hindering them? What do you mean? Teaming up, like we still refer to them as Shield. I uh, I think so. I think that it's kind of weird because the Shield is not the Shield anymore. I mean, they're really pushing it, kind of like Triple H is DX with Shawn Michaels. Even though it's not together. No, that's still definitely DX. They were DX without DX for a long time. China. Yeah, but that's still DX. Like they when they were Sean and Triple H, that was DX. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm fine with them hind- I don't think that they're hindering each other, but I don't No, not think them, us. Do you think we're hindering them by call- referring to them as Shield? Are they're they- not they're not referred to as Shield on the television. No. Only us refer to them as that. Yeah, but that's what it is. Did you hear my gram- my grammar over there? Only no. us refer to them? Yeah, but that's what it is. I mean, you can't sugarcoat it or deny it. I mean, it's the shield. Yeah, well. 
mean, but the Shield defeated League of Nations, Alberto Del Rio and Rusev. The injured Del Rio. Yeah. Uh, um, News Barrett got on the ring apron here. Roman Reigns went to hit him. Uh, ducked. Uh, and then, or ducked Rusev. And uh, hit him with the Superman punch regardless, which is now two. Uh, and then Del Rio kicked Roman Reigns, which I liked when he went to pin Rusev. Which broke yeah. the pin there. And then Dean Ambrose went to dive out onto League of Nations. Almost hit Roman Reigns. No, he did hit Roman nah, Reigns. No, he didn't. He stopped. I mean, Roman Reigns ca- caught him. He caught him. I guess. He hit him. Roman Reigns caught him. And then Rusev went to attack Ambrose over there and got hit with the Superman punch. And but they were kind of like... this. Roman I Reigns was like... When they were face-to-face, he was like, Dude, what are you doing? Yeah, but whatever. But this ending I, pissed uh, me off. This ending, this ending was disappointing to me. Because yeah. after that happened, after Rusev got hit with the Superman punch... Dean Ambrose hits Del Rio's head on the announce table. Del Rio goes off. Like, just boom. Like, sold it as if that was, like, the move to end all moves. And walked over with Bad News Barrett. Walked away. Match ends. Del, why couldn't Del Rio get into the match? Uh, get it, Yeah, get into to break up the pin, even. I, yeah. Like that, Very weird. That makes no sense. Like, why? why did you just walk away from everything? Yeah. You lost the match because you just walked away and did nothing. How- and, and it's not like and you're still with the League of Nations. Right. You're not Team Bad and Sasha Banks. Yeah. I don't know. It's very weird. But let's take a break right now and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is Amazing Kong and you're listening to Marking Out. <laughs> Welcome back to. Marking out episode two hundred sixty one. All right, let's thought, get back. I thought there was an, I thought there was an echo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to the action. Uh, WWE NXT took place this week. Finn Balor defended his championship against Cruz. Um, Oscar defeated Santana Garrett, and Vaude Villains defeated Hypros. Kind of confusing about Vaude Villains defeated Hypros. Yeah, like, uh, what was the... I don't know what the point of that was. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But I, I, I think the Vaughn villains definitely fell off big time since they lost the championships. Or is it because they're not associated with blue pants anymore? I don't know. Ooh. But I feel like when you see the interview of Triple H saying, like, hey, man, sometimes I just don't get people in NXT, but, like, the fans love them. Yeah. I feel like that's the Vaughn villains. I I don't get them either. Because I yeah, I never ever I I don't I don't get the Vaude villains. It was fun the first time. Yeah. Second time was like, oh yeah, that's cool. And at NXT Takeover Brooklyn when I saw them live, I was like, Yeah, this is kinda cool. The fans are into it. It's it's pretty cool to hear a loud pop like that. But when you really look into it, it's like why I don't understand. like it's nothing special. Like the moves are cool. I, I I get that they do like old fashioned moves and stuff. Yeah. But like I just, I don't, I never ever once saw them being something on the main roster. Well, talking about someone, well, a few people that won't be something on the main roster anytime soon. Uh, WWE NXT had a few releases. Uh, Bull Dempsey. Which is unfortunate big time. 
Yeah, I mean, all of them are unfortunate. Yeah, Legionnaires, uh, Sylvester Lafort and uh, Marcus Louis. Yeah, they got uh, Peter Howard. Which was the rugby guy, rugby player. I don't think he ever debuted. I don't know if he wrestled any live shows for them. Same thing with Magno. I don't know if he wrestled any NXT events either. I don't know. Very weird that they, I mean, I think the surprise one is Bull Dempsey, considering that he was a crowd favorite. They sell his product, the Bull Fit. Yeah, and, and they had on could this. You, could you imagine it was because that that conversation him and the Rock had? I mean, it could be that. It could be his conversation with him and opening his mouth to uh, <laughs> what's his face, Josh. Yeah, could be that too. I mean, let the rumors fly. Yeah. Maybe it was because of that. Um, but, but it's it's, it's just, unfortunate, and I know. I mean, he's gonna definitely have a huge. I hope so. He's gonna I have, mean, tons, honestly, he's gonna have tons of bookings. I think that they dropped the ball with him once Big they time. gave up on but, the well, on, on making him that. into a powerhouse. How they put him up against Baron Corbin as who's the more tough guy? Well, actually, and then yeah. after that, they made him into kind of a joke. I guess, but I mean, the fans were always behind him with that. Yeah, they the were fans. The fans him. love the bullfit stuff. Yeah, they were always behind him. The bullfit was a cool thing. But I don't know. I, I, I mean, he still has a really bright future. So hopefully everything works out for him. And same thing with the rest of the wrestlers that were released. Hopefully everything works out. And I said it. I tweeted it, saying that it was really cool getting to see Bull Dempsey go from. I mean, I started seeing. We started to see him wrestling the indie scene in like 2009. Yeah, it's the Baby Bull or whatever no, he was. Baby Huey. Yeah, Baby Huey. So from going to see to seeing to seeing him from that to seeing him li- like live myself seeing him live at NXT in Brooklyn in in front of a, such a huge crowd I think that's the coolest thing, and I mean honestly, it's disappointing. I, mean, I hope I do hope he goes to Japan though. Yeah, I think he can learn a lot over in Japan. I mean, I, I feel like when in doubt, go to go to Japan. I mean, that's <laughs> we we seem to always go with that. I still would love if Hawkins went over there. Yeah, but for whatever reason, it's not happening. <laughs> right? I mean, I think that he would get over. I think that would be so beneficial for him. But, you know, what do we know? I don't think he gets to choose. I don't think he chooses whether or not he goes. Yeah, of course he does. Isn't that how people get signed by New Japan? No, I don't think Just so. choose to go over there? That's how people from New Japan signed with WWE. Yeah. <laughs> they choose to come here. Um. I yeah, mean, we've so, seen that. We've seen it happen before. So yeah, I guess talking about that if, Nakamura of uh, well, finally I was, right. I wasn't. States. I wasn't done talking about Bull Dempsey yet. I will. I was gonna say if Bull Dempsey's shirt goes on sale, will you purchase it? No. Will oh, you? Okay. I don't know. I don't really know if I want to own a shirt that says Bull Fit and then on the back says Fit Happens. Yeah, I, I don't want a shirt that says that. Um, yeah, Nakamura arrived in America, apparently, uh... In, in the, in the America? No, in America. Eh, that's not what you said. Eh, maybe it's not. <laughs> um, he met up with, uh, Funaki. Which I don't know why everyone was so shocked at. Yeah, Funaki everyone on Twitter like translator. Yeah, like, he did the same exact thing for Kenta. Or yeah. Or Hideo Itami. Yeah, it's, it's not a shocker. I mean, they use Funaki in the, um... In the best way possible. Which, kind of disappointing. That he's not still wrestling? No, I mean, 
hey man, if he would want to wrestle, <laughs> I was a fan of Funaki. Yeah. More so disappointing that it was this week that they decide to bring him over and fly to New York. I'm gonna be at JFK next on on Friday. Oh. Uh, Imagine running into Nakamura. Like I, I would freak out. I think. Would you? I think so. That's funny. I'd be super nervous to go over to both of them to even say anything. Who would be? Who would you be more nervous to meet? Nakamura or Funaki? Fun fact: I already met Funaki. Were you nervous? I wasn't nervous to meet Funaki. He was super cool. All right. All right. I just, um, it's for, for whatever reason, I don't have a picture with him. I don't know what, why I never got that, but. Yeah. Well, Nakamura's in the States. He's supposed to be reporting to Performance Center. Um, yeah, cool. I guess talking about releases. Yeah. Talking about all that fun stuff. Awesome Kong got released from TNA following that overseas incident with Rebby Sky. Yeah, sent home from the UK, UK tour. Uh, rumors are circulating. The story goes that they were, I guess, in the locker room together. Uh, Khan took exception to her changing the locker room with them and threw her bags out of the locker room. And then it got a little bit physical when she returned and didn't apologize. And then there's rumors about uh, Rebby and Matt's son being in the, I guess, uh, in view of all of this. Just a lot of, I mean, it's all hearsay and a lot of who knows the truth. Yeah, but uh, come to WWE. <laughs> yeah, come. Come on back. Like, come on. Please do it. Please. Imagine hard debuting the night after Mania. Huge. Huge. Which, did she already debut the night after Mania? Uh, don't remember. I wonder if that's when she debuted. I'm not positive. I don't know. But, um... That's when Paige debuted. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, on the main roster. But I guess moving on from that, um... Well, well, hold on. Before you go that, I may as well stick on TNA a little bit. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, might as well stick on it. No, um, they had uh, Impact Wrestling, of course. A few things to note. Which, uh, by the way, we never even noted that they moved to Tuesdays, did we? They moved to Tuesdays? I believe that's what they're airing on Pop TV now is on Tuesdays. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I had it on TV this week. I just don't know what day. Well, what else were you doing that day? Nothing. I was really watching. I just had it on in the background, and I was uh, studying. Hmm. Um, but the Decay and Bram and Young picked up the victory. The Decay is pretty cool. Abyss and uh, Crazy Steve. Yeah, pretty I have, interesting. I have, yet, I have yet to see it though. Yeah, it's a cool combo. Uh, Drew Galloway picked up the victory over for Tyrus. You got a new X Division champion. Trevor Lee picked up the victory over Tigre Uno. Well, how was that match set up? Was it supposed to be Shane versus... I don't know how it was supposed to be set up, but I know Shane Helms was in Trevor Lee's corner. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of weird because I feel like the exhibition title really went down. Not to take anything from Tigre Uno. He was very talented, but he held it for 199 days. Yeah, I don't think it went down. I just think it was just very lost. It didn't lost. go anywhere. I think it was very lost. Yeah, it didn't go down, but it didn't improve. It just stayed stagnant. I mean, he was champion for 199 days, but not much really happened. Yeah. Um, but, hey, Trevor Lee's champion. Hopefully that's uh, going to do something to it. I Which, don't know. I don't understand how he got back with TNA. Yeah, and then in the main event, Matt Hardy, uh, the champion Matt Hardy, 
picked up the victory over Kurt Angle. So, uh, yeah, hopefully TNA keeps on doing their thing. Which, by the way, Kurt Angle finished up his TNA dates, apparently. Uh-oh. And was said the night before when he wrestled, I forget who, seemed very out of it, they said, but he was cleared to wrestle the last match. Interesting. Uh, out of it, talking about out of it, Davey Richards injured his knee, uh, his knee, his knee while over in the UK too, so he'll be out of action for a bit of time. Mm. Yeah. So, you got some news about Ray? Yeah, Ray Mysterio apparently is not being paid the money that he's owed by AAA. He's behind in payments, or they're behind in payments apparently, so he's like taking himself off of dates. Hey, I mean, so I, I guess if he's able to do that, I mean, if you're not getting paid for your performances, I mean. Yeah, it sucks. I guess he's he was saying how shady it is or whatever, uh-huh. or, or that's what the, the websites were saying. Yeah, of course. So I don't know. But it sucks because, I mean, I would I would love to see more of AAA inside, yeah. in America. I would like to see more of that. And That'd I want to cool. see, yeah. Something yeah, something that's also kind of interesting and kind of cool that came out this week. WWE met with Lucha Underground. Uh, apparently, Triple H was involved in this meeting. Uh, they claimed nothing happened. Nothing came about it. But who knows? But now Prince Puma is in WWE NXT. Bam, let that melt your mind. We just broke the news. And if you don't believe us, he's following Triple H now. Is he? No, I'm just kidding. I remember that. Yeah. Which so, it's so weird how people figure that stuff out. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, yeah, so that happened this week. Yeah, that did happen this week. Uh, sunny, sunny days. She has a new book coming out on the 4th, which was this week. Uh, Star Shattered, The Rise and Fall of a Wrestling Diva. Bret Hart gave this, uh, this book a 4 out of 10 after reviewing it on Amazon. When you read this, no, I kind of like. I feel like this is a book that would be interesting to read, just because of how much insider stories she does have. Is but she really going to be sharing stuff like that, though? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. On the other hand, how can you believe that this is? I mean, how can you believe any of these books are true? I think the more interesting book that was noted this week is Pat Patterson's book. That being called Accepted, How the First Gay Superstar Changed WWE, uh-huh. where Vince McMahon writes the forward of it. Very interesting. I think I'd be more inclined to read that than Sonny's just to figure out if he mentions almost being fired. Yeah. Um, probably not. Probably not. But that, his, his story, man, from what they sh- say in the preview of the book, that's, uh. that sucks. I, I'm not familiar with it. It says it says that when he was 17 years old, his parents threw them out of his threw him out of his house when he told them that that he was gay. That's that's a shame. So then he went to the United States from Montreal, speaking no English basically, uh-huh. and, and learned English, and it's, became who he is. It's unfortunate, but he the, did the become uh, one of the best intercontinental champions uh, out there. Yeah. So. Um, on a kind of darker note, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart this week, he was, he came out as being diagnosed with prostate cancer. 
Uh, it's very, very unfortunate whenever we hear something like this, something uh, very devastating for the pro wrestling world, for his, the Hart family, the fans, uh, Bret Hart himself. It's just really tragic and awful to hear that someone's going to be going through this. Yeah. Um, but it seems like everyone is supporting Bret Hart as we 100% would. Yeah, it was really cool to see Madison Square Garden put up the we wish you get well soon or whatever from on their marquee. Yeah, I mean this guy, what what has he not been through? I mean it's like yeah. like you have to it's like this guy, he like Bret Hart's seriously being tested by by someone. I mean, he's from a stroke to a concussion losing his brother. I mean, it's just it's insane. And then he's also had so many surgeries recently that don't really get spoken about too often. I mean, but what kind of our, surgeries, hip? I I forgot. I think he had his hips done or in his wrist he had done, I think. Um, but he's 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 been bro- he's like broken from all the years that he's been wrestling. And it's very unfortunate, but you know, I mean, we're everyone is supporting Bret Hart. He's the best there is, the best there was, the best that there ever will be. The excellence of execution, and we have no doubt that he's going to fight this, and he will defeat it. So, let's go, Bret Hart. Yeah. Continuing in the uh, realm of somber news, ECW original Axel Rotten passed away this yeah. this past week. Very unfortunate. Uh, really, no information is out right now. Um, but not really much has to be out. I mean, it's unfortunate that he uh, that saw a pro another pro wrestler lost their life at an early age. Yeah, it's a a steady trend. It's a trend that really has to be stopped. Yeah, we saw him in WWE in 2005 with uh, ECW One Night Stand. Uh, he went on to do some dark matches there. I think when they were doing the ECW revival. Mm-hmm. Saw him in TNA last 2010, I think, at the yeah. at Hardcore then, Justice. And recently, I mean, he's been having really tough, uh, uh, rough health uh, condition. Yeah. I, I forgot what was going on. I think just bruised and battered yeah, from... I think it was a spine injury, no? Yeah, he was, in a, he was wheelchair bound for, uh, for some time. Yeah. Um, but very unfortunate. So our thoughts and prayers go out to his family, friends... And uh, fans. Um, all right, so let's get on to some independent wrestling uh, results that took place. Let's kick it off with I Believe in Wrestling, I Believe 116 in Orlando, Florida. Go check them out at I Believe Wrestling uh, in Wrestling.com. Um, you had Mike Reed pick up a victory over Johnny Vandal after a runny knee. Uh, post-match, Reed was granted a Florida Tag Team Championship match at, believe, 117 on February 20th. Yeah. Braden Knight continued his winning streak there as uh, he, he picked up the victory against Tyrannus with the uh, frog splash. Yeah. Also, Santana Garrett pinned Rex Brockus with a shining star press. And then after that, she also defended her Wonder of Stardom Championship, uh, pinning the TNA knockout Raquel. Uh, that is TNA, uh, TNA, uh, Tomer, enough. Yeah. Um, Gabby? Yeah. Uh, you also had Rhett Giddens pick up a victory defending, uh, his 
Florida Heavyweight Championship against Mark Silva, but it was by DQ. Silva was DQ'd for using a chair, and then he asked for a rematch, which was one of the terms agreed to, whether he won or lost. And then Rhett Giddens pinned, uh, pinned Mark Silva to retain the Florida Heavyweight Championship. You can go check out, I believe, in wrestling when they return to the Team Dojo, uh, Team Vision Dojo on Saturday, February 20th. Go check them out. Yeah. Um, Some- also, an- another event that took place, NYWC Sideshow uh, side on the 30th. Yeah. Yeah, had a Apollyon. Uh, let's start. Yeah, yeah there's that one. 10-man Apollyon, tag match. Yeah, Apollyon, Bam Sullivan, Boo Sullivan, King Mega, and the NYWC champion, Stock Hayde, picked up a victory over Anthony Nice, JT Gason, and Miss, uh, Milk Chocolate, and their mystery tag team partner was Masada. Yeah. Stuff there. Uh, we saw Brad Benson take on and defeat Ricky Richards. You also had Willow Nightingale pick a victory over Brooke Danielle. Uh, Sammy Pickles was the special referee of this match. I question if Sammy Pickles may be injured. She, I mean, she's been doing a special referee for a long time now. Interesting. Yeah, interesting thought. Eddie McQueen picked up the victory against Angelo Andrews. Yeah, you also had Joe Gacy in that gauntlet match. Um, yeah, wonder what happened with that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. But oh, no. he, Huh? Uh, no, what? We're... Uh, I think he did pick up the victory. I was going to say, but Sozio picked up a victory in a six-way dance. Yeah, sorry. The results that we have do not say it. But I'm pretty positive Joe Gacy did pick up the victory over Ian Aldwin, uh, J-Red, J- uh, PJ Stackpole, and Ultimo Maya. Uh, yeah, like you said, Sozio picked up the victory in the six-way dance. NYWC Tag Team Champions, Flawless and Lawless, picked up the victory over Connor Claxton and Danny Havoc. Yeah, and a grudge match. Tyler Murphy with uh, Chrissy Rivera picked up the victory against Tony Mamaluke with CJ Bambino. Yeah, you also had the O-Team, Anthony Lacero, Jesse Bain, Mike Verna, Talon, and the Big O. Pick up the victory over Absolute Alvin, Aiden Bale, DJ Hyde, Mouse, and TJ Marconi. Yeah, this is so. all leading to MYWC Psycho Circus coming at you February 27th? I believe so. Yeah. But we are going to keep you fully up to date with that NYWC stuff. You can keep yourself up to date with that NYWC stuff by checking out NYWCWrestling.com. They have the archives up ready for your subscription. I believe it is dirt cheap. Not that much money to subscribe. You have all the access to watch all of the past events. Go check them out. Well worth it. Well worth your monthly money. It's barely nothing. Do it. MYWCWrestling.com Also, Marvelous Peroso. They are going to be having an open tryout on February 12th. So that is a Friday. If you are a pro wrestler, what? I thought, did you say on Friday, February 12th, that is a Friday? Or did I hear stuff wrong? I don't know. Maybe. You know how I get when I get on a roll. Uh, They are looking for some new talent to book for their show for February 13th, the day after. Uh, Marvelous Peroso is very uh, upcoming, pretty brand new. But so far, their shows have been amazing. 
So if you're a pro wrestler and you're looking to get booked, this is where you want to check out right now. Um, they're looking to book, uh, looking for talent for USA and Japan in the near future. So for those thinking about it, they want to do a tour in Japan. You may want to go to this tryout. Tryouts start at 5 p.m. at the House of Glory School, 564 Woodward uh, Avenue, Ridge, Ridgewood, New York, 11385. If you're interested, please send them an email at MarvelousProsoUSA at gmail.com. That's, that's um, P-U-R-O-R-E-S-U. Yeah, and the tryouts. USA. USA at yeah. gmail.com. And the tryout is going to be $40 for the day, but well worth this tryout. Um, just to show you that this tryout's worth your money already, um, they have the show that next day on the 13th. Um, the day before Valentine's Day, folks. Take your loved one to this event. Yeah, it's going to be at uh, in Elmhurst, New York. But just to let you know about these tryouts, some of these, some of the pro wrestlers that try out, you're going to be put on this card. They have spots open for you already. There's going to be a singles match between two female wrestlers for the tryout. You're going to have a triple threat match between two, uh, three wrestlers at this tryout. You're also going to have a wrestler from the tryout face Sunny Kiss, and then another wrestler from that tryout face Ring of Honor standout Donovan Dijak. So you may want to go to that tryout. What else you got on that card, Brandon? I have no clue. Why not? I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me help you out a little bit. Uh, you also that, have... That's, by the way, real professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to have Amazing Red take on Rocky Romero. You're going to have Will Ferreira take on Leo Rush. An NYWC showcase featuring Flawless and Lawless... Willow Nightingale and Red Brad Benson taking on Stockade, Boo and Bam Sullivan House with Devil Doll. Oh, so you see. got the Hounds of Hatred. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, we got Takumi Aroha and Cheeseburger teaming up to take on Kyoko Kimura and Brian Fury. You're also going to have Mio Momono. Momono? Mio Momono. 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 Quick, what is it? Momono. Mio no, Momono. You're wrong. She's going to be taking out, uh, she's going to be making her debut, her uh, her big in-ring debut for Marvelous Pro Show, teaming up with Renee Michelle uh, versus Kyoko Kimura and David. Wait, are these different events or are they the same events? Same event. Same event. It's a big card. But... We saw Takumi Aroha and Kyoko Kimura in the other match too. They maybe they may be double booked. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so check it out. Two thirteen, yeah. Marvelous Perosu, USA, Queens Boulevard, Elmhurst, New York. Check you it might out. As well, yeah, you might as well see that other match. Well, I don't see another match. Oh. Um <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough because there there's the double book. But uh as you said, uh um, uh, Iroha. She's going to be teaming up with Kimberly uh, also to take on Heidi Lovelace and Sumi Sakai. So, yeah, definitely check out this promotion. Go check out Marvelous Peruso. Support them. Um, yeah. That's all the 
Do we have what we got? Fighting Spirit? Yeah, good call. Although I did down at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, Fighting Spirit Wrestling took place on the 29th in Brooklyn, New York. The, the 29th of January. <laughs> Just kidding. 29th of January. Yeah, you saw um, Malta the Damager defeat Rex Lawless. Keep on going. I'm about to sneeze. There was a Gesundheit. Eight-man tag team. You <laughs> should say watermelon. I should have hit mute. Yeah, you should have said watermelon also. Apparently that uh, makes you stop sneezing. Watermelon. But there was an... Yeah, okay. <laughs> there was an eight-man tag match. Omega Black defeated CPA and Francis... CPA, Francis Kipman Stevens, Joe Bronson, Maxwell... J- and Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Yeah. Feinstein. Uh, you also had Whiplash pick up the victory over Azrael, Blake Morris, and John Silver. What else? Uh, Magma took on Sammy Callahan, but that match went to a draw. The FSW Tag Team Championships were on the line. The Elements uh, Champions defeated Certified Sexy. Yeah, you also had the FSW Tag Team title, number one contendership on the line, as the elite Joe Attell and Shane Douglas picked up a victory over the House of Pain. Um, and then your main event for the evening, you had the FSW heavyweight champion Mike Verna pick up a victory over Joel Maximo. It's, it's Joel, bro. Whoops. But we've made enough mistakes on this <laughs> podcast already. That, yeah, I, I think everyone can forgive our mistakes. Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you, Dave, following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. Uh, he's going to be a little bit delayed on the Maniac Mansion video. But, but- hey, at least it's coming. It is coming. Do not fret. It will be out. Uh, but make sure you check out First Thing in the Morning, First Thing in the Morning, or at night. Yeah, I think he's giving away prizes there. Uh-oh. Giving out prizes. Go check him out at MTL Broski. Also, go check out Chase. Uh, he's been promoting us and talking to us for so long. Thank you for listening, Chase. Uh, go follow him at ChaseM262. Also... You can go check out so many other cool people, uh, like Brandon. You can go follow him at BTTTG. Okay. Uh, like I don't get enough airtime on this channel. <laughs> but you should also go check out Vinny Marseglia. Go follow him on Twitter at Vinny underscore Marseglia. Uh, you can go purchase the brand new Ink Sanity t-shirt. It looks sick. You'll definitely want to be wearing this to all of the independent shows that you attend. And WWE shows that you attend. Uh, it's available at all the events Vinnie Marcegli is going to be at. Or you can order it through PayPal, $20 with shipping and handling. Uh, all you have to do is shoot an email over to elin1822 at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, you, hated, you hated Greece though, right? Oh, we didn't even talk about that, did we? <laughs> Why would we? (laughs) Plug talking about Greece. What do you you think about that? I did not care for it fully. Uh huh. I guess. I guess. I mean, I'm not like a huge fan of Greece. It kind of falls apart at the end for me. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it was it was interesting (laughs) with how they shot it all. But you're not going to be shy away from doing the hand jive or anything, right? (laughs) I don't. I can't hand jive. 
Because when, when I when I go to hand jive, it just looks like I'm milking a cow and then doing the. I don't. I don't, know. I don't think it's supposed to be looking like that. Well, that's I. Yeah, I don't know. I gave up dancing a long time ago. <laughs> I gave up juking and jiving, man. Hey, there you go. But I think of all the Broadway shows that have been done recently with between NBC and Fox, between Fox, Fox just had this one. Uh, I think Grease was the best because it was the most one that like, I mean, Pan, we didn't, I mean, Peter Pan, I never saw the, actually, I did see the Broadway version of it. I had it on v, VHS when I was a kid. Yeah, I just know the VHS version. Well, the one, I, like, I, the, like not Disney, the one that had the chick playing Peter Pan. Yeah, 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 that's the one I know. I knew that one, and then uh, Sound of Music. I didn't really grow up on Sound of Music. I just watched I, that because Carrie Underwood. I didn't even watch. I only saw a little bit of it, but I heard it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I she didn't fit the part well. I thought she would have. I don't know. What I thought with Greece, it was just weird that like I don't know. Some of the scenes were just weird. It was everything filled in front of a live audience? I believe so, yeah. And I think that it was it must have had like a 1950s filter on it. Uh-huh. And they it was just I don't know. I think the the audience was used as like extras almost as like in the not background but in the off-camera side. Interesting. And uh I mean the Wiz, I couldn't watch that. That was boring to me. I I got through some of it, but then I was just like she has a great voice, the 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 girl that was portraying Dorothy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And then I saw Fox is doing another Broadway show in in March, but I forget which one it is. Interesting. Um you know what? I just I came across this a little bit ago. But also go check out uh Donovan Dijak. He put to, he's doing a lot of uh Great um, charity work, and something that he put together was wrestling for warriors. Um, you can go check out www.gofundme.com/slash/dijackwfw. Uh, the purpose of um, all of this is to raise money for research, um, to purchase medical equipment for children in needs uh, at the wrestling shows, and to give children fighting disability or illness. Uh, VIP experience at shows. Um, this is all for its great cause. Um, everything, all the donations, 100% donated. Uh, donated. You can go check out WrestlingForWarriors.com. You can go check them out on Twitter, at Rest4Warriors. And Donovan Dijak, what, he's doing some awesome stuff. This isn't the first uh, charity, uh, charitable work that he's put out there to the public. But keep it going. Great job. And yeah, go support them. Brandon, do you have any shout outs? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. Um, basically, up first, big anti shout out to WWE. Oh, snap. It's about to go down. We didn't even mention it during the when we were speaking about Monday Night Raw. But uh, the reason why they're getting an anti-shout-out is because they're forever making fun of every little mistake that Lillian Garcia does. I still don't get why they do this. It's so childish. It's like, it's absolutely ridiculous. She she introduced the Usos as Grammy Award winners, and they had they felt it necessary to not only replay the clip again, they felt it necessary to, even later on in the night, keep harping on it. Yeah. It's like, relax, bro. 
it's very childish. I mean, they, they treat her as if they're all in a frat and she's on the outside. And I mean, this isn't the first time that something like this has happened from them calling her horse face and making fun of her tripping and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, Alan Jackson gets the next shout out. Country star Alan Jackson. Um, more, more specifically because of the song Mexico Tequila and Me. Uh, it's from his latest album that came out in July. I think. That is a good song. Yeah, I mean the whole album is really good. I just I really like that song. Yeah. And uh, last up goes to Legends with JBL. Um, they aired last week. They aired with uh, Road Dog, and then another one this week with Ron Simmons. And I enjoyed both. I think it's funny. JBL seems like he's working in every single episode that Russo. Or how bad Russo is. That being Vince Russo. Yeah. Or tries to bury him. And they, they showed the the upcoming trailer for the like the the next episodes and stuff that are coming up with him. Uh, and they end with the Booker T episode with JBL goes. So what do you think of Hulk Hogan? Or something like that. Oh no. Or what do you think of what Hulk Hogan said? And then Booker yeah. T like looks at the camera like woo like Ruby Roo. <laughs> but I, I don't know. He'll probably, yeah. he'll, I mean, I'm sure we already heard what Booker T had to say about it. But yeah, those are my shout outs. And that uh, only means one thing. Yeah, next week's show will be weird. But uh, yeah. right now, it's time for. It's time for. Ow! That's right, the marked out moment of the week, which I guess in turn this week could be the 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 you're a mark moment of the week, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I feel weird saying that, but uh, I mean, it's it's rare that I do back to back WWE shows when presented with the ability the ability to do so i have done it before i went to a house show that they did at nassau coliseum and then did another the next like a few days after at the the garden uh or vice versa but i'm going to the house show on friday in march at the garden and then i'm going to monday night raw the the last raw before wrestlemania and I figured I might as well. It's very cool. The, the The house show was cheap enough, thirty bucks. Not bad. And uh, Monday Night Raw, I figured I'd go to because I've never been to one before WrestleMania. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah, the road to Dallas, Texas starts in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Hopefully, it's just as good as the Raw after. I can't see that actually. Like, there's not obviously there's not gonna be like a huge yeah, debut or anything. Uh, but I fully expect somebody, if The Rock's going to be involved in WrestleMania, I fully expect him to be on the Raw before WrestleMania. <clears throat> I fully expect Undertaker to be there. I fully expect Brock Lesnar to be there. So, like, yeah. And I guess Triple H, something like that. So I I fully expect like the huge names that will be appearing at WrestleMania to be on the Raw before. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Like if Roddy Piper was still with us, that'd be a cool Raw to have the Piper's Pit. 
Yeah, that would be. I, I want to see the return of the uh, King's Court. When was the last episode of that? <laughs> I don't even know, but I want to see a heel baller doing 1995, six, seven. I don't know. Six. I used to like those segments though. But there was a lot of segments back back in the day. And, there was. and front in the day. I mean, you got Ms. TV, you got uh, Highlight Reel. Got Carlito's No, couch. I was talking about, no, what was it? Carlito's Cabana? No, yeah, that's not what it was. I don't know, I don't know what it was. But <laughs> I, I meant like on current television. That's not cool. You even sometimes, very rarely, I guess, you have the cutting edge. Yeah. Sometimes you have Cooking with Bread, sometimes which you everyone the, should go check out. Sometimes you have the Peep Show. But, uh, yeah, that was our show this week. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Uh, pick up a t-shirt. Pick up two t-shirts. Pick up three t-shirts. Pick up four t-shirts. We appreciate it. We very much so appreciate it. We thank you. And uh, this is now the NPR segment of the show where you lower your voices and eat some macadamia nut cookies and drink your Scottish tea. Thank you very much for uh, for listening. <laughs> we We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us. Thank you. Or evening. Or evening. Yes, guess, of course. I guess you could be listening to this in the evening. Um, but make sure that if you or are midday. on Twitter, or, if you or are on Twitter, and you could have a midday snack, midday snack. Um, if you're on Twitter, please go follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. You could go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. You could go follow me on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO. Don't forget Facebook. Go like us. Facebook.com slash Marking Out. You know what? I really don't think you're doing an NPR voice. I don't really know what an NPR voice is. Have you really? You've never listened to NPR before? I'm not too sure. You, you just have to speak like this in soft, soft, soothing sounds where people might listen to this and be, wow, that's really relaxing. I thought I was... <laughs> or very creeped out. I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we won't get feedback from this anyway. So I thought I was definitely not doing that. Yeah. But even now, I'm still not doing it. But... I keep on thinking of my words. I sound more like William Shatner. I have no segue for this whatsoever, but I feel like as a sports entertainment wrestling event show that we should only mention the, uh, what my favorite, one of my favorite markout moment of the, of the years were last year was the fact that during the Super Bowl, which is coming up this Saturday, the two teams brawled and that was the best thing I've ever seen happen in a Super Bowl. Who do you got? Who do I got? I got uh, got the Dallas Broncos. I'm going to go with uh, Denver. And the Tallahassee Panthers. What is it? Something like that. I'm going Denver Broncos. I'm going to say the Panthers. All right. Go Panthers all the way. All the way to Super Bowl 50. But after. And Coldplay. Yeah, Coldplay. Oh, well, we kind of didn't. We already kind of did mention the Super Bowl. Did we? (laughs) Yeah, when we spoke about Bray Wyatt and Undertaker and and WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, but speak about it back then. But that just goes to show you that that uh, the Super Bowl nobody cares. I'm not. I don't think I'll watch this year. Last year I went oh. to last year I went to an actual Super Bowl party. This year, perhaps maybe I'll just order a pizza and eat myself. That's interesting. <laughs> or eat it by myself, I should say. I have uh, <laughs> an exam the day after, so I'm gonna be studying. Oh no, you don't. You didn't hear the the day after the Super Bowl is now a national holiday. Really? Oh, I should email my professor about that then. 
Yeah, so next week we'll come at you with some Valentine's Day stuff. Yeah, V-Day. We'll come at you with Five Borough Wrestling results and a lot more fun. And we huh. wish you <laughs> the E. e- <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a So here's my pledge to you, please clap.